2: Are locked on cowboys your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast? Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, presented by On Location. On Location is the official hospitality partner. On the NFL, it's the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit OnLocationExp.com SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl On Location. I am Marcus Mosher. He is Landon McCool, and we are previewing the Cowboys' Week 15 game against the New York Giants. Landon, how are you doing today, sir?
0: Doing well. You know, we got the uh, last weekend before Christmas, and uh, so hopefully... Uh, I, though I know that you haven't, uh, hope I was gonna say, hopefully you've gotten all your Christmas shopping done. Uh, but but Marcus uh, uh, just told me that he like a psychopath waits until the last minute to do all his yeah. shopping. Uh, you're like you're gonna be like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jingle all the Jingle way, all the way. Where, yep. where you're like throwing elbows and yep. everything to make sure you get the uh, what is it, the supersonic man? I can't. Uh, Turbo it.
1: man. Turbo, Turbo man.
0: That's right. <laughs> Turbo man. Yeah, that's
1: right. It's an awful movie, by the way. Do uh, you know what awful. I wish I had, Lyndon, to help me power through this podcast? Though I wish what? I had a medium Coke provided by uh, the New York Giants football team. <laughs> no, no, it's a Pepsi, isn't oh, it? Oh, Pepsi. Which to me, which a to Pepsi.
0: me is infinitely worse. Like it's like, oh no, 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 it's not even a medium Coke. Uh, we don't have Coke, it's medium Pepsi. It's like the Giants are the medium Pepsi of the NFL, <laughs> to be honest. Like, it's uh, the most ridiculous thing at this point. I don't know. I
1: okay, mean, so for those people that aren't filled in, uh, there's a uh, Sunday's the appreciation day for season ticket holders for the New York Giants, and their reward for spending all those thousands of dollars to watch the Giants this year, uh, I'd have to watch through Mike Lennon and Jake from <laughs> Jones, is a medium soft drink. So, there you go. <laughs>
0: It's oh, don't ever change. Hilarious. Don't ever change, Mara family. Don't ever change. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic.
1: Uh, all right. Let's, let's talk about this game. But before we we talk about the actual Cowboys offense against you know, Giants defense and all that, a couple just news notes. Uh, first yeah. and foremost, Cedric Wilson uh, tested negative again today for COVID, which means he's actually eligible to play on Sunday. We'll see if he does. The Cowboys, I believe, have a walkthrough on Friday, um, but it's a big deal to have him back, right?
0: I mean, it, it's it's simply a big deal right now that the Cowboys are able to be in the COVID clear, essentially, oh right gosh. when the, in the middle of the NFL, just absolutely being ravaged by Omicron right now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, we 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 always hate having to veer off into uh, COVID talk because we kind of want to be a, an, an oasis away from that, you know, to not think about world troubles. But uh, it's crazy how much this has started to hit the NFL. Uh, you know, and, and and the other thing that's really interesting is that you you started to hear people suggest more seriously about like there being uh, a, a delay and time, you know, or trying to postpone games and everything for competitive balance. But it's like the cat's already out of the bag here, man. I mean, there's been already so many teams that have dealt with COVID situations that they kind of just have to finish this up, and they're only a couple of weeks out away from the end of the season. Um, so,
1: yeah, I did see Jerry Jones talk about today that the, maybe they're talking about only testing symptomatic people going if they're if
0: they're vaccinated yeah if If you're vaccinated vaccinated. only only testing you if you have symptoms so interesting um
1: yeah i mean you know it's i i I wonder if they won't do that until they get to the playoffs maybe because i'm thinking they're gonna want to make sure that we have healthy guys not let me say that they're gonna want (laughs) to make sure they have their superstars to the playoffs is my guess
0: yeah, and, and and you know they're doing some other things too, like uh, they're removing the restrictions on how many times you can call up a player uh, from the from your practice squad. Uh, I think this is the kind of alleviate situations like this, which you know means a lot for a guy like Justin Hamilton, who got re-signed to the practice yep. squad this week. Uh, I, I think he had used up his eligibility. He if did. I'm not that's mistaken, that's totally why the
1: Cowboys had to re- release him. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, so, uh, the fact that they were able to re sign him and, and kind of get more eligibility for him to actually come up and take some snaps while being on the practice squad is, is a huge bonus for the Cowboys, at least. Uh,
1: one other thing that's not official yet, but it does seem like we're trending in this direction is it seems like Connor Williams might be going back to left uh, guard as a starter. Connor Williams, excuse me, Connor McGovern back to a reserve role, maybe some more fullback. You and I have been talking about this the last couple of weeks, and we, I, I know your thoughts here, but, um, it does sound like this is the right move, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, it's smart. And, and I commend the Cowboys for, for their ability to kind of see that something's not working and not being kind of dumbheaded about it and putting their head down and just kind of continuing through. Uh, I, 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 I'm not going to talk out of both sides of my mouth though. It may seem that way. I, I am a little concerned about all the changes happening on offensive line this week. Cause you're, you're changing basically, the Too entire strange. left side of, yep. of your of your offensive line, who started from the previous week, I think obviously one is a necessity because of an injury, and the other one is is an improvement based on on play this season. So uh, I'm less, you know, I, I I'm overall happy about it, but I would say that for this week, uh, it does present a, a you know not a problem, but I think something to keep an eye on uh, if if the game starts going poorly on the left side of the offensive line
1: and it's not going to be fair one way or the other to say, you know, the Cowboys rushing game approved that they do run the ball well in this one, because there's Connor Williams back. Or if they struggle, oh wow. Hey, Connor Williams is back. He didn't solve everything. Not having Tyron's obviously a big deal. There's going to take a couple of weeks before they kind of gel. My guess is, do you think we see Tyron at any point in the regular season again?
0: I don't know. You know, I, I I really don't have a sense for exactly how much he re-injured it. I mean, the fact that he was just, they're having him walk around, you know, during the game and stuff. I mean, it makes me feel like, yes, they're going to – I mean, t- to get to your point, yes, I think they're going to be safe with him. I think that they're they're definitely not going to try to rush him back. Especially I don't think if he he's going to miss clinch, like a right? game and be back next week against Washington. No, uh, not necessarily. And I think even if he – I think even if he was able to, maybe they wouldn't. Uh, uh, put put them back into the game and watch, especially especially if the Cowboys win against the Giants and are able to clinch the division. That very melt very well. You know we'll see exactly how the rest of the Sunday games play out, uh, and if you know things kind of line up even more for the Cowboys to have an opportunity to improve their seating. But if they don't, and the Cowboys clinch, and you're kind of you know assumed the fourth fourth uh, seed you could start, start seeing some Cowboys, you know, and I would say Tyron Smith and would definitely be top of this list. Uh, you could see some Cowboys being shut down for maybe the rest of the regular season, or at least until they're a little healthier to, to kind of get on the field and play uh, just to kind of man- load management them for the, the, yeah. uh, the post
1: You do wonder which guys they would consider resting. Like I think Tyron's obviously an easy answer, but like, Marcus Lawrence, or do you want him to, to kind of work some off, uh, work off some of the rust? We'll see. I, I know he has a, another foot injury that he's dealing with. Sounds like he's still going to play this week. Ezekiel Elliott, like that'd be a great one. Like, if you could just give Zeke like week 18 and not have to play him, even one week off, I think would really help him in the playoffs. Anybody else that comes to mind really quickly? Um, Dak, I, I
0: if you could afford it, and, and maybe this is not the worst thing, Zach Martin. You know, I think Zach Martin, maybe you don't talk about it.
1: Yeah, maybe you have him play like a couple series, just get him into that routine, like in the last couple games, and then move him out and you play Connor McGovern there.
0: Yeah, just because we don't talk about it. But Zach Martin got hurt, you know, two or three games ago and has just been gutting through it essentially. Uh, And I think, you know, giving him a little bit of time off, even if it's half a game, like you said, you know, have him practice throughout the week like he's the starter, get into the routine, gets a couple a series in, and then you let Connor McGovern fill out. Uh, finish the game at right guard. I don't think that's the worst idea, just simply for an offensive line that could get a
1: little bit healthier going into the playoffs. All right, let's uh, take a quick break so I can tell you guys about on location. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi is less than 100 days away, and on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a once in a lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star LA hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That is onlocation.com SB56. Also, I want to tell you guys about Stat Hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning just feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup, winner takes all. And here's the crazy part Stat Hero even shows you their lineups before you play, and you hand pick the team that you want to face one on one. This never before seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are four times better than usual. And why is that? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you're in control of the stakes. You get to decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they are daring you to beat them. Stat Hero is head to head is Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy should be one on one. Sign up for free right now at StatHero.com/slash locked on and use promo code locked on for a one hundred percent deposit match. That is StatHero.com/slash locked on and then use promo code locked on for a one hundred percent match. StatHero.com. All right, let's talk about the Cowboys' offense against this Giants' defense. Uh, it does seem like the Giants are actually going to be getting back Leonard Williams, who they thought they were going to lose for the season due to an elbow injury. Sounds like he's going to play. Secondary is not quite as in good shape. Uh, Dory Jackson, their number two corner out for this game due to COVID and a, a thigh injury. Aaron Robinson, one of their nickel corners out in this game. How do you anticipate the Cowboys attacking this Giants defense?
0: Well, I, I think we gotta talk about the you know, the kind of the elephant in the room is that the Cowboys they need to do more than just win this game. They kind of they you know, one of the bigger goals that they have to have going into this game is getting their offense right, you know, and getting it back in sync and, and kind of getting it to a point where they can play with a level of confidence again. So uh, I think that they will take advantage of the defensive back situation. They wanna they wanna get back to running the football. There's no way around that. They need yep. to be able to run the football in in the playoffs. Uh, to have some success, and especially if teams are going to try to play some of the shell coverage, you need to get back to being able to be punishing teams in the run game in order to kind of get them out of that. So, I definitely would look for uh, the the run game to be featured at certain points. But I, I I think that when you look at the way the defensive backfield is for the for the uh, Giants, you know, especially if they're if they're going to end up mi- missing Xavier McKinney, I, I actually haven't heard the latest on him, but. It just seems like there's uh, lots of opportunity for the Cowboys to kind of get right against the Giants, uh, that, that you know uh, right now are really kind of struggling with within the health department, especially in the defensive backfield.
1: They still have James Bradbury, who's a really good corner, they have Logan Ryan, who can play in the slot, but without McKinney, uh, he, he's been one of their better safeties this year. They're already losing, they don't have Jabril Peppers for the season. It's a pretty depleted backfield. It looks like I'm looking right now at the latest stuff. Yeah, Dory Jackson, Aaron Robinson, and McKitty look like they're all they're all out this week. So uh, it's not great. It's not great at the Giants. Yeah. How do you think about the Cowboy? What do you think about the Cowboys' offensive line in this game? Uh, do you think Terrence Steele is going to be able to hold up at left tackle?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's going to be a, a difficult uh, day for him. He he has struggled at left tackle. I mean, I think it's it's always better that he's gotten a week of practice. I think he, what we saw last week is. I actually don't know that he's a very good swing tackle because I think the problem is, is that when we've seen him inserted into games on short notice, uh, he struggles and he struggled last week. I actually thought that Ty and played better than he did uh, when he was inserted into, into the lineup. So um, I, I think that, you know, with a week of practice with a game plan that includes, you know, getting him some help when they need it, uh, I think he should hold up fine. This isn't exactly the 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 kind of lineup that can really exploit uh, Terrence Steele terribly well. Um, there you have some big power players that you hope that Terrence can kind of go toe-to-toe with them. Elise, uh, Aziz Ojolari is definitely a guy that's kind of more twitchy that you think that maybe he can get around. Carter is mm-hmm. a guy that potentially could, but they're not exactly elite pass rushers at this point. So you hope that with some uh, assistance either from Zeke or from a tight end, Uh, And just, you know, very few instances where you have him in in a you know singled up with these guys, uh, I think he should be able to get through the game. And and again, if they rely on the run game a lot, uh, Terrence Steele is very adept there and he can move bodies off the ball. Uh, so I, I, I trust that he'll be able to execute that part. I just think that when it comes to the passing game, they'll just give him a little bit of help. Dak will be aware that you know he's got Terrence and not Tyron over there. Uh, and you know maybe more quick passing more mm-hmm. trying to get the ball out quickly you know I think that they need to do a little bit of that anyways just to kind of get this team back in a rhythm back into a spot where they're comfortable and, and I think that one of the things that Dak always seems comfortable doing is is kind of the two minute quick game and, and
1: a little and bit quick of hurry offense. up right
0: yeah just a little bit of pace kind of always seems to put him a little bit more at ease he, he gets through the reads quickly it's just kind of an automatic situation uh, I think it just it just makes his it warms him up in a way that allows him to function better when he has to operate out of structure a little bit later in the game. All right, uh,
1: I've got. Uh, I want to talk about the linebackers here because this it, okay. we it seems like we talk about this every week, Lane, And I'm I'm starting to change my philosophy on linebackers. So as you know, I own the website run uh, dot and matter dot com. And every week we come on the show and we talk about. Cowboys should be able to expose these linebackers. They're just not very good. I think across the NFL, the linebacker play is awful. And it's it's almost the opposite of running back. Like, I'm not sure linebackers matter that much, but there's not a ton of really good linebackers in the NFL like there are running backs. So if you have a couple good ones, you are in a unique situation. The Giants don't have them. It's Tay Crowder and it's Reggie Ragland in this game. Do we think this is the game where the Cowboys can finally, finally expose a bad linebacking core?
0: You know, I, I think that I don't know that it's like a, a dearth of talent situation with the linebackers in the NFL. I think it's more that modern offenses expose
1: lineback linebackers more than they have in the past. Yeah. You yes.
0: know, it's, it's a guy the, like Reggie the... Raglan
1: 10 years ago is fine, right? A yeah. big bumping three, you know, really two down linebacker. You could live with that guy. Now it's really hard to play with him in space, right? With play action, with motion, with shifts, you're constantly messing
0: with linebacker's cues, you're messing with their reads, you're making you're you're putting them in conflict with via RPOs, via constraints. You know, it's it's just playing linebacker in the NFL is very difficult because I mean, as someone who played linebacker in high school and anybody who's played linebacker at any level one of the first things they teach you is to is to, is your cues and you're supposed to be watching the lineman's feet and then that leads your eyes to the next thing that kind of leads you to the next thing which tells you what the play is and how to react offenses clearly are queuing into that and and messing with those reads and it's made uh, linebacker play very difficult so uh, but kind of going back to the more specific point, I, I do think that, you know, this is a week where the Cowboys need to take advantage of those linebackers. They, they need to get Schultz back involved in this offense uh, more, which I thought was a problem last week. They tried to at different points, including, you know, the pick six where it was just kind of a, a late and bad throw by Dak. But I think that you you need to kind of remarry the uh, the run game with the play action pass game. Um, Not that not that, you know, play action pass requires a a solid run game. But I think that in the in the in the way that this offense runs, it helps the run game when, um, you know, they they get oversold on on the outside zone. They're over rushing to the outside zone. uh, And then suddenly Dak pops out the back end, throws it to the uh, uh, tight end who's coming across the field for 10 or 15 yards. Suddenly now. You're not having, you know, after that play, you're not having the backside defensive end crash down as hard. So that's the other side of it that we don't talk about enough is that how the play action pass actually helps the get, actually helps the run game. Um, yep. And when neither are working, uh, you know, you don't have to respect the play action pass, and, and teams can continue to just crash down and, and stop the run game because they're not worried about it. So. I think the Cowboys need to find a way to get their tight ends more involved. They need to expose these linebackers a little bit more because there's hay to be made there and also because I think it will help kind of put their offense back on track by getting their kind of bread and butter outside zone married with uh, bootleg passes uh, back in, in on track okay. and that'll kind of help stabilize everything else. And
1: that's what I was going to say. Like, Where have all the bootlegs to Schultz go where – you're throwing the ball one yard down the field and he turns it into an eight yard gain on first down. Like that, those are the kind of first down plays this team really needs. It's just to get you some positive momentum. So you're not playing in second and nine second and eight every single time. I'd like to see more of Schultz kind of on the move. Cause that's where he's really good. Like he's one of the better tight ends in the league when he's, you know, making plays after the catch. So I'm hoping that we see more of him in this game. You know, we talked
0: about the problem with, uh, last week about how it felt like all the really terrible uh, plays that happened for the Cowboys offense seemed to seemingly happened on second and 10. And that there was a ton of second and 10 plays that wasn't because that wasn't always because they ran the ball and and they didn't get anything. There was definitely a lot of times when they were throwing the ball and then not completing the passes. So, and I think part of the issue is that, you know, I'm all for very much for throwing the ball on first down. I think the problem is, is that you can't only take deep shots on first down because they're low percentage passes. You end up putting yourself into a spot. That's really just as bad as why we complain about running the football on first down, right? It's it's, it puts you in a disadvantageous behind the, behind the sticks situation. So throwing the ball deep on first down is not is good. I just think that you shouldn't do it every single first down and that your passing game on first down can't only be D shots. I, I think we, we need to see more of what you just talked about, efficient short passes that put you in good down and distances. That gives you that gives you the opportunity to open the playbook up on second and short, second and four, or yep. five. Uh, that's when you take your shots. That's exactly. when you kind of attack. Uh, and then if you get into third and five, that's a lot more manageable than suddenly being in third and eight because you went – incomplete pass two yard run. And then suddenly you're in a third and
1: long situation. Exactly. Uh, All right, let's take one more quick break. So I can tell you guys about bet online bet online has you covered all season with more props, odds and lines than ever before. As football season continues to March to the playoffs bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. I also want to tell you guys about Bilt Bar. This mm-hmm. holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar, Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with great flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs and fat, and high in protein, you get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. There's so many great flavors, raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, do- double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors, which I'll be doing next week and battle all <laughs> the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just dating in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something you need to keep going. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Pretty great
0: stocking uh, stuffer, too.
1: Honestly. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they, they slide right in there. It's great don't think i haven't already thought about that uh <laughs> let's talk about the cowboys defense against the giants offense this should oh be a big <laughs> mismatch of the cowboys and every time i say yeah. that something weird happens mike glennon's gonna go off um no it is mm. gonna be mike glennon at quarterback with maybe some jake Fromm sprinkled in it seems like um what are your thoughts on this one I mean, look, you know, we, we don't want
0: to get overconfident and we don't want to be, you know, uh, uh we, we don't want set- to sit the
1: game. Why can't we be overconfident?
0: I guess so. But I, I don't, you don't want to like oversell it and then like have to come back between the to, on the other side of a, a bad Sunday game with your, they with have, the tail listen, your legs. To the,
1: they have playmakers, right? Like Kenny Galladay's good. I think Sterling Shepard's a really nice slot receiver. Saquon Barkley is at least a little bit healthier than he was when last time we played him. Like they have really, players.
0: Though? Yeah. Um, I noticed that you didn't mention anybody on the offensive line there, <laughs> and I and I think that's really the issue, right? Is that uh, they never resolved this offensive line. Andrew Thomas has played better football, but he's still really hurt. Uh, Nate Solder is still playing football, um, and the guys on the offensive line watch, interior yeah. for the, the the guys in the offensive line interior, uh, they they may as well be uh, substituted with trash cans filled with dirt. So uh, I would say you know, that's really where the problem is going to be for Glennon, right? Is that, um, you know, they're going to struggle to uh, run the ball. You know, they will run the ball and they will house. I think they will house some success because Saquon Barkley is a very talented running back. He will, there will be two or three plays where he makes something out of nothing. Right. Yep. But there's, but there's only so much you can do when you have a weakened offensive line in the run game. And then in the past game, I mean, it's still Mike Glennon playing quarterback. He's not going to have a ton of time. One left.
1: of the slowest internal clocks in the league, which brings me to this, which question. is a terrible combination for who he's facing this week. I guess is what we're you. I, 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 I'm of the belief that you don't blitz him a lot this week. Why would you need to? That's I, the I, kind I, of the point, I, right? That yeah, you want to like, blitz five and do some stuns and stuff. I get yeah. that. I don't,
0: I don't, I don't view five man as a blitz. I'd say more good.
1: than that. Like, I don't yeah, think you yeah. need to do more than that. It's, I, I think six,
0: six or plus is a blitz. And and, and if you want to line up five Oh, like they have been and, and make these guys do one o ones and then just twist them up. I, you know, I just don't see Will Hernandez, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, taking, uh, picking up that block as, as Micah Parson comes screaming back inside from the outside on a twist yep. Uh, I just think that, you know, and like I said, it's it's just a bad combination for the Giants. They've got a a bad offensive line and a quarterback that struggles to get through his progressions to get rid of the ball. And they're facing an offense that I mean, a defense that is suddenly coming into their own as one of the best pass rushing defensive lines in football uh, now that they have their full complement of, of players. So. Uh, I, I just think it's going to be very difficult for the giants to score points. They may get some yards. They may get a big play here and there because that's what happens. They're still NFL players. They have talent on that side of the ball, but as far as consistently moving the ball, I imagine it will be closer to what we saw with Washington last week than what the giants would have you believe.
1: Yeah. I, I think Dallas would be wise to just four man rush in this game and just tackle because I, I don't see them hitting big plays. I just don't. Yeah. It's they're,
0: they're, they're very outmatched to say the least. And I think if the Cowboys defense just plays up to their ability, they don't need to do anything special. Just play up to their ability, play this team uh, very straightforward. Uh, you know, your talent will shine through. Glennon is not quite the guy that wants to give the ball away. Like Heineke yep. does in the sense that, you know, he's not going to throw a ball. That's going to take 15 minutes to get yep. to the receiver. But he will take a bunch of hits, and you know there's there could still be likelihoods of stra- uh, uh, sack strips, fumbles, that sort of thing. So uh, I just imagine a lot of, I just imagine Mike Glennon's neck being about four inches longer than it is at, before the game started. Uh, after after the Cowboys are done with him,
1: uh, just want to give this little tidbit from the Giants. So Saquon Barkley scored a garbage time touchdown last week against the Chargers with like I don't know thirty seconds left. Before that, Landon, here are the here are all the Giants who have oh, scored no. a touchdown in their last three, uh, four games. Are you ready? Yeah. Elijah Penny, fullback. Andrew Thomas, okay. Chris Meyerek. Those are that's the complete list. The Thomas Thomas got it on a deflected
0: pass, right? He caught it in the I, end zone. They, or something? they ran a
1: uh, they ran a basically a jumbo at the goal line, and they oh, like, okay. threw the ball, ball was terribly yeah. thrown. He made a great catch. Uh, so you have your fullback, your left tackle, and a guy that I've never heard, Chris Myrak. Uh, that's who scored a touchdown in the last four games.
0: Yeah. I mean, they are, they are really struggling. They're facing a defense that's really hot right now. Um, everything points towards this being a very, so, this, at least this side of the ball being a very one sided affair.
1: Not, not including let's say garbage time or any offense you know if the cowboys turn the ball on offense and the giants score what is the amount of points that the cowboys would have to give up for you to be disappointed in their performance is it like 20
0: yeah tw- like if, if the cowboys defense gave up 21 points to this offense they like you be, think it three be counts, that's not good i mean that's i'm not worried about it but it's like well,
1: and here, here's the thing, point. the Cowboys, including like DeMarcus Lawrence and Randy Grego, over the last couple of days, they've said this this is, this is one of the best defenses in football. We're going to be a top five unit. If that's the case and you believe that, and I think they have the potential to be, these are the games that you basically win by yourself, right? You yeah. don't allow the Giants to get a garbage time touchdown. You don't allow them to have a long drive where they, you know, seven plays, 75 yards, of touchdown. None of that kind of stuff, right? You got to dominate, and I think they can. We'll we'll see if they do it.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's this is a situation where it's very clear that the Cowboys are more talented on this side of the ball. Yep. It's time for this defense to show that you know when they are supposed to show that and, and not kind of make excuses or uh, fumble the fumble the ball as it were. They yep. need to they need to be reliable and, and they need to be you know ca- able to be counted on when there's less talent that they can show out and yep. in, enforce their will. All right, really quickly, head out the show. Predictions. Who do you got? I have the Cowboys. Um, I'm, I'm picking, I think I picked on WFA 24 to 10. Uh, I, I know it's a 10 and a half point line. I really think that the Cowboys, uh, you know, this could easily be a trap game, you know, like where you've got a, a clearly team that's less talented than you are. They're beat up in a way that you are certainly not. There is a lot that could be overlooked in this game, but the the problem for the Giants is this is a division game. This is a game that if the Cowboys win, they clinch the playoffs. And maybe even worse for them on all of this is that the Cowboys are pissed off despite the fact that they've won their last two games because their offense is not played the way that it's supposed to and they know they need to get right. So this is not a week where the Cowboys took some time off or took it easy. If anything, they bear down even harder to kind of get right on offense. And to me, uh, that 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 means that there isn't going to be the kind of, uh, you know, lull that you normally would get with a, with a lesser team. The Cowboys are going to come out wanting to score points. And honestly, they may still be pissed off at the giants for what happened last year uh, with, with Dak's injury. They still feel like that was a, a cheap shot. They uh, there's just a lot of reasons why the Cowboys are not going to overlook this game. And when you consider that plus the talent disparity, I think the Cowboys went by more than one touchdown.
1: It is the third straight road game for the Cowboys. Um, yeah, there they've we got go. injuries at left tackle, new left guard. So I'm picking the Giants this week, Landon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wink, gotcha. wink, wink, wink. <laughs> for, for, for
0: the for the audio podcast listeners, they completely missed the winking that was going on. I, I feel for you, so I'm just uh, going to go. Listen, ahead and I'm just back. trying to do my part. That's all. I'm yeah, uh, absolutely.
1: This should be a game. The Cowboys win by double digits. If they don't, I think that's concerning. Um, absolutely. But we'll talk about that on on Sunday night. So we want to. I encourage you guys to come back and listen to our post game show Sunday night, Monday morning, it'll be out. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Follow in and on Twitter at McCoolBCB. BCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy week 15. We'll see you guys next time.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements?